so difficult. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome aboard. There we go. Hello, Tyrone. <laughs> good to talk with you, Tawana. How goes it? It goes good. good. I'm here. <laughs> All right. All right, we're getting ready to get started here. Find your B-foot tie. We're talking with Tawana again. We tried it last time. We had a little issues, but that's okay. We're going to have some real talk about being you. Yay. Right, <laughs> the most important thing. You. Why is being you so important, Tawana? Tell the crew why being you is so important. Start us off. Tell us a little okay. bit about yourself and then tell us some of your practices and tell us why being you is so important. Okay. Well, uh, I know my name is spelled kind of funny, but it's actually pronounced Tanya <laughs> and it's okay. Uh, no, it's okay. It's a, I, I, my whole entire life, I think uh, even teachers have struggled to say my name. So <laughs> I expect it most times. Um, you know, my my journey actually begins, uh, my, my, my being you journey actually begins about four, four and a half years ago. Um, I was laying in bed and uh, I just at 40 years old had realized that I had never really loved myself. I never really learned to love myself. And the, the record that played in my head was awful. It was, you know, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't a good mom. I wasn't a good wife. I wasn't a good daughter. I was too fat. I was lazy. I didn't keep a good house. I didn't, you know, I wasn't doing my job well. Everything was criticism. And I had realized in this moment that I needed to stop the record. <laughs> I needed to change the lies that I was telling myself or I was not going to love myself. And I'm a person, Tyrone, that in my mind, I always try to figure out how do I get from point A to point B the quickest. I don't like to mess around. I'm a get in, get it done, get, get to the point kind of girl. And I'm laying in bed and I realized in that moment, I'm a girl that wears a lot of jewelry. I'm a girl that dresses nice. I'm a girl that wears extensions. I've always got my makeup done. Um, I enjoy looking very feminine. Uh, I have the false eyelashes. And I had used all those things my whole entire life to make me feel better, to make me feel important, to make me feel pretty. And in that moment, I knew that everything needed to go. Everything that I was using to make myself feel better needed to go if I was going to get really real with myself, if I was going to face all of my insecurities and learn to love myself. And so that that night I had put on Facebook <laughs> that I was going to shave my head, <laughs> that I was going to shave my head live, and that I was going to share why I was shaving my head, because I felt like the message was important. And so that night, <laughs> I can tell you, I've never sweat in my entire life the way I sweat that night. Um, my bed was so soaking wet uh, with just sweat because I was so scared of what my life was getting ready to look like. I was so scared of how people were going to react to a shaved head Tanya. I was single and I was scared of staying single. I was scared of, you know, all these guys that were going to see me in my most vulnerable moment. But um, I woke up that morning <laughs> on a mission. I, I blocked out all my fears and my insecurities. I went, down to my, I went down to my kitchen counter and I plugged in my clippers and I turned on my Facebook live and I shared with everybody that in this journey, that in order for me to face and become real 
with all of my insecurities, I was going to have to get rid of everything that I was hiding behind. And so in full makeup and full extensions, I stripped all of my extensions out of my hair. I took my eyelashes off. I wiped all of my makeup off and I shaved my head. And uh, that was the beginning of my journey of being, being me and being the real me. And it was the best thing, honestly, Tyrone, that I've ever done for myself was was stripping myself and being real. And it was scary. It was so scary. Uh, sorry. I remember the very first time that I've gone. Release it. Release it. It's okay. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> we believe in crying is a good thing. They talked about that on one of my podcasts. We yes. need to release that energy that's bungled up inside of us. If we don't release it, what happens is it tears us down. Release that energy. It's okay to cry. Yes, it's cleansing. It's very, it's actually part of healing. And I'll, I'll talk about that too, because I took a meditation, a three day meditation uh, seminar that that is exactly that. And um, it's meditation and crying and releasing all that pain so that you can heal. But my very yeah. first outing, Let it out. I was, Let it out. <laughs> I'm a single girl, I've now got this shaved head, I've committed to not just not wearing makeup, but also I'd given up all my vices, I had started a clean diet and i'm on my way to this local bar to do this paint night paint night uh-huh. is where a whole bunch of people gather and they paint the same painting and it's it's kind of a fun social outlet this bar that i'm going to i know <laughs> is about a seven to one guy to girl ratio so i know i'm walking into a place where men are going to see me and i'm so insecure because i feel like that i don't look feminine i feel like i look very masculine i don't feel pretty i don't feel soft i feel i feel like guys are not even going to like give me the time of day probably if they're going to look at me it's going to be i felt like in judgment and i'm sitting in the parking lot of this bar huh that's very true Yes. And I, I'm sitting in the parking lot of this bar and it probably took me a good 15 minutes to, to, to work up the courage to walk in <sighs> with the confidence to know that this was, this was the beginning of my journey, that I was going to have to face people in my true authentic self and be okay with that and, 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 and have the confidence to walk into those places without those insecurities. And I did, I, I got out of my car and I walked up to the door. I'm sorry. Find files in setup and you will reviews and send out newsletter. <laughs> I can hear I, I hear your reminder, Tyrone. <laughs> I hear that. I tell, <laughs> gotta shut um, up. No, you're good. So I, I go up to the door, I I you know, I I, I puff my chest out <laughs> and I open up the door with confidence and I walk in and, and what I was expecting was for like the whole room to stop and stare at me because in my mind I looked hideous. And it didn't happen. I mean, everybody continued to play pool and I'm walking to the back and, and and really nobody really, I guess, reacted the way I expected them to. And it was nice. It was a, it was a first. Now, were guys hitting on me? No, <laughs> they weren't. But, uh, you know, I, I, I realized that people weren't were going to be reacting to me the way that I felt like I looked. So... Uh, it was a good experience. This, this, the whole shaving the head experience was a good experience. And that was one of very, very uh, many opportunities that I had to grow in my new self. But why is it important that we, we are who we are? Why is it important that we find who we are? I think life is just a process of, of figuring that out. I think we're, we're born to become somebody. We're born to become something. And I think when we are our true authentic self and we are connected to our higher power 
the people, the right people are led into our lives and we, the right opportunities are presented to us. And that can't help it happen if we're not our authentic self, because we're then forcing, you know, we're forcing things that are not authentically us. And therefore we're, we're preventing ourselves from being on our, our better path. But so is it very difficult for people to actually truly be their authentic self without criticism from others? It's so hard. It's so hard, especially in today's society. We're so, I don't know what is so sensitive, right? We're so sensitively charged. And so it's hard because you, in order to be your authentic self, you have to be able to speak freely. You have to, you know, do the things that, that you know, not to purposefully offend people, but, you know, sometimes even in just joking or, or whatever, it, 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 there's, it, it's really hard right now, I feel like, to, to, to kind of do that. But at the same time. I've been like that anyway due to our judgmental behaviors. Yes. And I think the most important thing is that when we come from a place of understanding and intention and understanding a person's intention, uh, we can allow other people to be their authentic self. So instead of being so judgmental about what somebody does or what they say, mm -hmm. kind of feel their intention. And if it comes from a good place, embrace that and, and, and celebrate that they were able to be their authentic self, you know. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like we need more of that, you know, understanding and looking at people from intention because that is the difference between being offended or allowing people to, again, just be, just be who they are and enjoy life and, and, and I don't know, be joyful and, and uh, have those relationships with people, those real authentic relationships, but always from a good place of intention. Everything has to come from a good place of intention because otherwise we're, you know, being our authentic self doesn't work if we're just going to walk around and be mean to people. I don't think that's, that's right. You have to have a good intention of your heart. It's judged on your heart. And I think that, you know, when people tear themselves down with the meanie talk, you know, we talk, I talked about that before. When you have the meanie talk within, what happens is we can't really love on ourselves because we don't really have a good relationship with ourselves due to the nitpicking or tearing down ourselves of every little itty bitty thing or idiosyncrasies so it's easy for us to start picking on other people mm -hmm. isn't it interesting too though that when we love ourselves and when we are our authentic self how much easier it is for our relationships to happen and for uh, our relationships to be um, healthy and and not toxic because we do love ourselves and we're coming from a place of understanding and caring and compassion and empathy and love and, and love. love love is all those things yeah education this kind yes it's all those things fruits of the spirit yes I think yeah. if we just follow the fruits of the spirit we'll be good I mean if yeah. we just love patience kind and just just want peace and just, you know, having that good, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be a blessing to someone. Oh, mm -hmm. girl, you know, I'm going to tear you down. You know, something going on over there. I got something to pick at you about because I got something ugly inside of me. Mm -hmm. So I got to put it out there when you're ugly. I always tell people, like my daddy always said, if you don't have people talking about you, then you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. If nobody's yeah. talking about you, then you ain't doing nothing. You just complacent. You took the wrong pill. 
It's like on the Matrix. You took the blue pill. You went right <laughs> back to the norm instead of taking that red pill so you could be your true, open your eyes to a new awakening. That's why we got to wash our face and transform our minds every day. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, you know, healing, uh, you know, being 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 aware of the things that we need to do to improve our, our better self. That's right. You know, the, the daily things, those, those nudges that we get or those things that feel icky. I think those are our, our ways of go identifying, okay, that made me feel kind of gross. So what, what is it about this situation or this relationship that I need to fix? Um, and every relationship is both people uh, and it takes humility, you know, but, but self-love. Uh, oh yeah. And, and, and being your authentic self. Yeah, those are those are all so important. And I think when we are ourselves, uh, again, the right people are brought into our lives. I mean, we're all part of this grand orchestrated plan that God's got his hands in, right? And when we're not listening right. to who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing and, and our path and our purpose, I think we miss out on a lot of blessings. And so that, too, is a really important reason to be you. It's definitely so important to throw away all of the worldly things, uh, you know, kind of like that great book talks about, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper because I still drink a little beer and have a little whiskey sometimes. And I so they know that. So I'm not no pastor or anything, but I try my best to love on people and try not to talk about people or put them down the best I can. I'm still a masterpiece in the works. And as we talk about, you know, being authentic and just being you, sometimes when I heard you say you get a you get it done. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do the get it done, is it to please you or is it to please others? For me, uh, I think my get it done is just I'm so time is my currency. So I don't like to waste it. Uh, and I feel like, you know, uh, get from point A to point B is I don't want to spend my whole entire life trying to get somewhere. Right. I need to figure out the fastest route. I need yeah. I need to figure out point A to point B in the quickest. And so I feel like it just comes from my my sense of, uh, is it you know, like, your your viewers don't know this, but uh, I lost a child uh, three and a half years ago, my only son. And he was a. Uh, he was in a car accident, but he was a, a advocate for teen suicide prevention, and he did a lot of amazing things. And he went on to share a story, and and he he just was an amazing kid. But in losing Talon, uh, I learned that time, time and relationships are the time, relationships and love. If you want to, you know, pull love into that because it's all so important. Those are the most important things. We can't take money. We can't take success. We can't take our things. We can work the nine to five grind. We can work nine to eight because we want the big house and the the nice car. And and I'm not judging that I've been there, but in losing a child, you know, I spent my, my whole entire life chasing after success because I wanted my kids to have the best things. And I, I didn't have an ex-husband that, that stepped up and, and helped with child support. I was always hustling. Right. So I learned after Talon died that my time was important. My time was valuable. I missed a lot of time trying to hustle, trying to provide for my kids when, I, not that I regret, I, I think I was a good mom, but 
when you lose somebody so important, so vitally important to who you are, you know, I'm his mom, it, it changes your paradigm. And then all of a sudden things become super clear. And in clarity, time became my currency. So point eight, well, I've always been, I've always, yes, I've always been a get in and get it done girl. But, and time just became <laughs> just super important there to me. There's, there's nothing else more important than the time that you have and what you do with it. That's whether it's 400 huh? seconds. We have yeah. 86,400 seconds to spend. I call it dollars. Yes. And what are you doing with your with your currency? Are you investing it in relationships and people and service? I will tell you the best thing you can do for yourself and self-love and self-worth is serve your fellow human beings because there's something that you get from it that you can't get uh, in, in your own ego and your own selfishness. It's 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 a mm, gosh, it's so sweet. It's, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to give and to have the blessing that comes with that. And there are so many uh, hidden blessings that you never get to see or appreciate that they're hidden blessings because of the service that you do for your, your fellow brothers and sisters. And I can tell you firsthand, I've spent my entire life investing in relationships. I, I love people and anybody that knows that will tell you that I love people. And um, when Talon passed away, it, it came back tenfold. It came back tenfold. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in my life was to feel a community, a strong community of such love and support in my time of need. And that is to, that would, to me was the testament of how powerful relationships are, how, how nothing else matters but what you do with your time. And I think time should be invested in people and service to people and, and loving people and uplifting people and elevating oh, people. There, there you go. That's it. That's, That's it. Value. <laughs> that is value to people every day. Every day. But a purpose to add value to people every single day. Now, that was a few days I was a little ugly. I was mm -hmm. being a little ugly. I had a little <laughs> ugliness going on with me. I done said it before on the podcast, but they know I got to talk a little bit about that. Sometimes you get that little ugliness in you, and I didn't want to send out no messages to nobody. I felt <laughs> as though I felt as though I was always the giver. Yeah. I felt as though people were just taking. So I always try to tell people you got to be mindful of that. You got to release that ego self and say, you're not doing it for them anyway. Right. You're doing it for the blessings you putting out there. So you plant those seeds. And yeah. And what it does is just all of a sudden it comes back to you. Yes. Yes. That's what and what people don't understand either is that, you know, there's so many personality types in the world, right? And and I've seen people say, you know, nobody ever reaches out to me. Nobody ever. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, and not, not that we shouldn't be proactive, right? We should all try to do that more. All of us should try to do that more. But the truth is, there's different personality types too, right? There's the includers and there's the, there's the socialites and then there's the introverts. Not, not everybody is going to reach out because it's not nope. in their comfort zone. Nope. So we also have to agree that, we need people like Tyrone. We need people that are proactively like letting people know Tyrone, you were huge in my, in my, uh, my grief because every day I've got these memes and some of them resonated so good with me. You know, I needed to hear them and I, and I didn't feel alone. So the world needs Tyrone, right? 
and and sometimes you may not feel like you're getting the blessings, but no, I hope, I hope me saying this to you that you made a difference to me. I hope, I hope that somehow touches you and lets you know that 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 in turn is is such a huge blessing. Your well, friendship is a huge blessing. I appreciate that. That was just a few years ago. I had a little ugly mode. You know, <laughs> I was. I was I was worn down probably because I overworked myself. I was in that go 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 disease. I talked about that on earlier podcasts about the go 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 disease, and I really didn't uh, sometimes breathe and actually take time for me. Mm-hmm. A few years back, you know, you had that go go go. You're building, you're building, you're building, you're building. Then I had to realize I had to take a step back and actually make a note to myself that. Um, there's there's a way to still take care of me first and then putting that good energy out there because sometimes you're going to run into weeds which are negative things all the time and they're trying to tear off your good. Uh-huh. And you have to be able to dance even in the storm. You uh-huh. got to still have your dance in the storm. They can't stop the music that's playing in your mind, especially uh-huh. when you set the tone of your day, regardless of what's going on. Yeah, it's it's all about how you react to life. You know, losing a child, I can't, it's the worst pain I've ever felt. It's the worst imaginable thing. thing. I, I can't imagine anything being worse. I, I honestly can't. And uh, I can't change it either. You know, Talon's death is it, it, it it's unchangeable. It, as many times as you try to go back and, and replay what I could have done different, I can't change it. And so there comes a, a time in my grief that I had to say, in my hopelessness and despair, because I didn't think I'd ever find happiness again, there was a time that I became self aware and I realized that I can't change Talon's death. The only thing that can change is how I'm choosing to live with it. Okay. And because it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I can't change it. I have to change my mentality. And so every day I start being more thankful for the beautiful surroundings that we have that God's given us and my three beautiful daughters and, you know, the house that I have over my head and the food that I have to eat and the friends that I have and my mom and my dad and, you know, all these things that I choose to focus on because focusing on Talon's death is painful, right? So living in the present. Um, and these are all, it's just, it's, it's vital. It's key to um, your paradigm. You choose to be happy. You choose to be happy. I, I could have stayed in despair. I could have. It's so easy to dwell, you know, in that sad place. It is. But, you talked about changing the record. You do. You have to. You have to change. You have to change how you choose to live with it. And I went from the bed to the bath. I went from the bath to getting ready. And I went from getting ready to, you know, doing chores. I went from doing chores to, you know, starting to live a little bit. But it was intentional. And and a lot of it was just living in the presence and, and being thankful for everything that God has blessed me with. You know, even in the tragedy. <laughs> I am so blessed. I love it. Just being grateful is one way to change your attitude is just being grateful in the morning. Just little things. I always try to be grateful of the things that was free. You know, me being able to talk, 
Mm-hmm. I walk to the restroom on my own. I don't have no cane or wheelchair. I got yeah. two eyeballs. Some people can't see. Right. You know, right. There's people spiritually blind, but I'm talking about naturally being able to see. Your eyeballs work normally, but I'm talking about the spirit. That's a different topic. The spiritual blind. And isn't it a blessing too to just know that we have a loving Heavenly Father who, okay. you know, at the end of the day, He's in charge. You know, we can't live in fear knowing that He's 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 our captain. He's guiding the ship. You know, all we can do is love each other, uh, be ourselves, be our authentic selves. Try to always focus on how do I be the best version of myself? How do I level up? How do I become a better version of myself so that I can become the best? person that I meant to be so that I can fulfill, you know, my destiny. Uh, I think that's why we're here. And then of course, to just elevate others and, and empower others. And, you know, we live in a, a time when we need, we need each other, we need encouragement, we need to let each other know that, hey, I'm here for you. I got your back. We're in this together. You know, we're, we're all brothers and sisters of the same God. And we need to love each other like that. You know, we need to recognize that when we're out and about and people that are scared and in fear sometimes it looks like anger we just need to be understanding and compassionate and offer a smile when we can you know all the time you know on my on my uh mirror in my bedroom i have i have things that i try to do every day Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a reminder to me right that that we live in a world that where other people need us and i do i i I have on there, you know, to be a peacemaker and do something specific for myself every day. I also want to make five people smile every day. I want to connect two people, uh, uh-huh. a business deal that I'm not involved with, that I don't benefit anyway, right? And so I, I try to find ways to impact people that don't benefit me. And, and in being selfless, I feel like, again, that the blessings come. And I, I feel it. Like, can you imagine a society where everybody just goes out of their way to make other people smile. Oh like my goodness. Oh my that's, goodness. We'll have that's a new, the only purpose. Oh, How many I people can I make start smile? Start the movement. Start the movement. Let's start it. We're going <laughs> to start the movement again. We're going to have to get them again. Yes. Some have gone back because of situations such as the Rona out there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you know, fear, fear breeds Fear breeds anger. You know, when we're scared, we get angry, you know, when people are doing what we think they should be doing. So we get scared and we get angry. And I think if we just offer a smile and offer a kind word and, you know, I was, I, I was out one day and I, there was a girl that had walked by and, and I had stopped her to let her know how beautiful she was. And, and this guy kind of laughed at me and he goes, are you in the, the habit of stopping beautiful girls and tell them they're pretty? And I said, I'm in the habit of telling anybody when I feel like there's something positive that needs to be said that they should hear it I think I think we should get in the habit of when we feel something positive about somebody we should be able to let it roll off our lips to encourage a smile right we we need more more of that it it is very good in theory but I always tell people especially us guys we have to be mindful of that we have to I always have to ask permission if it's okay if I say something nice about you because I don't want them to take it like, oh, he's trying to come on to me. I hate to say it, but that's the truth of our society. Sometimes if you say something nice about someone, especially a female, 
sometimes in our society, people take it as he's trying to come on to me. No, I'm just telling you, you look nice. You look, you look very nice. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> and this is where intention comes, right? Mm-hmm. I feel right. like if you're out and about, you're a married man. You're not unfaithful, right? But if you see oh. a lovely lady, maybe she's even a 65-year-old lady and she's got mm-hmm. a beautiful little dress on. You mm-hmm. stop that lady and you say, <laughs> ma'am, you have a very beautiful dress on today, right? Because, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to intention. And listen, girls know when a guy's being inappropriate. We do. We know when a guy's, like, being gross. <laughs> we do. That's right. So, so I think if a guy says, you know, uh, wow, you changed your hair. It looks super pretty. Or, you know, or even telling a little girl that's a pretty flower you have in your hand. So, you know, just just five people. And a, and a guy, I love that tie, man. It's a cool tie. <laughs> you know, uh, just just finding ways to to make people smile. I, I think I think it's society where people go out of their way to just encourage people and and authentically give compliments when they feel the need to, to say something. They should speak out because I do think more people need to hear the good in the world, the yeah, good but, things that are being thought. But guys, I'm still going to tell you to be mindful. <laughs> Make sure you ask them because even if your intentions are pure and good. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. I think you're right. <laughs> they, they might look at you a little weird, you know, because they're not, because see, we trying to change something that's not the norm. Yeah. We're trying to change up the way we do things based on all of this evil stuff that goes on and all this tearing down. We're used to that. We're used to the tearing down. We're not used to people lifting us up to the next level. And that's one thing we have to be mindful of. They're not used to you know, somebody saying that you're beautiful and they think it beautiful just in the internal sense. But I always tell people beauty is actually deeper than that in your heart. You know, yeah. how, you, how you actually present yourself to the world as a beautiful soul or beautiful spirit. And I think, mm-hmm. and I think that's when, you know, people tend to want to take it the other route because maybe they had a bad experience from some of those you know people that are being jerks or being you know inappropriate out there in our society so that lumps us all in sometimes oh you're a guy Mm -hmm. I'm a guy (laughs) you know I'm not all the other ones you know or whatever else I'm different I'm being me yeah. And sometimes that's what a lot of times we have to put on masks uh, because even, you know, being in the, uh, you know, being in a different settings in the military with different people, we're talking about diversity. See, hugging in Georgia is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. I love to hug. It's like my favorite thing. Whereas, whereas me as a guy, I have to ask sometimes, can I hug you? Yeah. Whereas a woman, no big deal. Oh yeah, they just go around hugging everybody. Ain't no big deal. But whereas <laughs> me as a guy, because I've actually people say, "Well, he's too friendly." I'm uh-uh. like, "Well, do you want him to be evil? I could be, <laughs> I could be evil. That's easy. You know, that's easy." <laughs> it's true. I mean, there is a fine line, and you have to kind of walk it. 
And, yeah. uh, you know, I, the point is, is whatever you're comfortable with, I think, That's I think right. we just need to uplift people, you know, and, and it, it, to all the single guys, don't be afraid to tell a girl she's pretty. Well, well, <laughs> I don't yeah. think anybody, any girl's going to smack you unless you're being a creep. So well, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be mindful out there, guys, because you might get smacked. Listen to Tyrone. Don't listen to me. No, if you meet someone like Tanya, no big deal. You know she's gonna be fine with it. But you gotta put on your your intuitive senses and spike it up a little higher to make sure. Okay, she's like Tanya. So if you meet a Tanya's out there, okay, go on and give the hook. I just don't want you to get hurt by people from certain areas. I'm not going to call out no areas, and you get smacked, and you were just being nice. So that's why I just want to make sure that you know they said what well, Tyrone said that you go on out there and give hugs and stuff. No, man, I'm just being honest with you. Now, if it's a Tanya, give Tanya listen to what Tanya's saying. Go on ahead and give a hug out. She likes it. Hello? Some people have some people have um, you know, force fills up on you. Mm-hmm. They are not even in the mood to get no nothing nice. They 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 got they down in the quicksand of the poo-poo. Yeah. Quicksand. Just deep. Yeah, they just deep. I actually, yeah, I was in the store the other day and I walked by a lady and, and the look that she gave me, I was like, oh, did I do something wrong? And then I walked by her again and she gave me another look. And I, I, I mean, I don't know why, but, but my, my thought to her was she needed a hug. That's right. Did you give her a hug? No, I bet. I did, I did find these little cards, they're smile pop cards. They, I think they're called pop cards, but you, yeah, I got them. you pop them open. Yeah. And there's a cute little message. So I bought those last time I was at Barnes and Noble and I'm just going to keep them with me. So if I see somebody like that, I can just give them a cute little smile card and it's got a positive uplifting message. I don't know. I might get dicked, but who knows? We'll see. I'll, I'll test it out. I'll test the waters. <laughs> see what happens. Oh, I've, I've been doing it for years. The little pop-up cards. Aren't they fun? And I make little notes on the back. And I've been doing it for years, and I just give it to people or leave it on the table because I don't want them to think I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> you know. You're so I'm funny. Just being nice, I'm being <laughs> kind, I'm being nice now, you know. And uh, and now when I was overseas, see, I didn't have that problem in Italy. See, I didn't have that problem in Portugal and Italy. That was normal to hug and you yeah. know, kiss you on the cheek. That's normal. I need to go to Italy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love Italy. So, guys, it's very good to do thank you cards to people, you know, like to your servers, because that lifts their spirit, especially in this toxic environment, and it's hard for them to keep a happy face. So be kind to your servers. These people are working. Right now we have trouble with people working, being themselves. Mm-hmm. They're stuck at home. They're kind of like, okay, I want to stay at home. Why do they want to stay at home? You got to ask yourself, why do these people want to stay at home instead of going out there interacting with others? You know, why are these people retiring from the workforce? We have all <laughs> these different things happening because people are just want to just check out. Yeah. 
As it relates to being you, what does it mean in your mission to help people not check out? Gosh. I don't know. I mean, I think just, you know, we kind of go on with our lives, right? And and like I said, when mm-hmm. we're open, the right people come in and the and and the right opportunities come to us. And I I think just being mindful of the people that come into our lives and and kind of being aware of maybe are they there for your purpose or are you there for theirs? You know, just kind of being open to what that relationship looks like. Um, but I think. I think that's where it's at is just, you know, being when, when you're you and you're, you're on your life path and purpose and not letting, I guess, letting those people down around you or not letting them fall. uh, It's just being, being the best version of you so that you can be a good friend and a good parent and a good daughter and a, you know, being self-aware of, you know, what do I bring to these relationships? How am I leaving the energy uh, when I when I leave a group of people or or a person, am I leaving people better than I than I came into them? You know. Yeah, better we than you. Them. I always say better than you found. Yeah. Yeah, and I do. I think we need Easy. to be aware of the energy that we leave mm-hmm. when we exit a room, when we exit a conversation, when we exit a relationship. You know, even relationships that never worked out people are always surprised that I'm friends with a lot of my exes. But the truth is, is that if you love somebody, you're always going to love that person. Maybe it didn't work out, but you, you realize that that person is a person and you're a person and you still love them. You know, I don't know. You just, um, you don't have to hate your exes or whatever. Every relationship's important. Every person, every person, uh, that you come in contact with, you should leave better. So even the exes, right? We should mend and repair those relationships because there's damage and hurt in those. And when we can heal them, the world becomes a better place. The next relationship becomes better. Um, You know, healing happens. So that's what I would say is just making sure that we're leaving people better, leaving situations better. What energy are we leaving people with is something that I think we need to be more more aware of in being ourselves. I love it. That's a good point. You know, trying to leave it better than you found it. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I feel so much better after talking with you. And I'm, and I'm sometimes saying to myself, well, I guess so. I (laughs) let them release all of that negative energy that they had in them and be free to release that. And a lot of times people don't want to tell people their negative thoughts due to fear of criticism, which is the greatest fear out there that we have. And they find that, well, I'm, I only feel comfortable telling it to this person. Right. Just being able to tell it when they're feeling it, then they hold it all in and then they can't be grateful for anything because they got all these negative vibes inside them and they, and it's very difficult for them to hear you're beautiful you're important you're amazing you're mm-hmm. special to this world and as that relates to our gifts of being you tell us two of your gifts that you're going to share with the world tell us two of your gifts 
you know, um, since Talon passed, uh, I don't know, I have this ability to feel energy. And uh, so I feel like one of my gifts is just being sensitive to, to people's energy and be able to identify the ones that need help, the ones that need an encouraging word, the ones that might need a hug. Um, I think that's one of my gifts. Um, I'm also, I love people. I'm connected to people. I love relationships. And so I think connecting people is one of my gifts, you know. Um, yeah yeah I love to connect people I love like experiences and adventures and uh you know I love to see my friends successful I love to see people killing it in the world you know being living their best lives I mean that nothing brings me more joy than seeing people happy and thriving and and enjoying themselves especially right now there's a lot of people on hard times and when you can even in trials and adversity, find ways to enjoy life and be happy and and appreciate the things that we do have. Uh, so it's a whole different world. It's a whole different appreciation. It's a whole different humility. And uh, it makes life so much more worth living. I love and, it. I love yeah. It. See, you gotta, if y'all need some hugs out there, y'all send the hugs uh, virtually, if you're in foreign countries, I know some people listen to the podcast overseas and things like that. If you need a hug, send a virtual hug. Say, I need a virtual hug from uh, Tanya and go from there so that you feel uh-huh. better. But uh-huh. I also think, you know, she's connecting people, she's bridging those gaps. A lot of times that we have in relationships, y'all talk to the wall. See, people know, people know I don't really need, I could talk to the wall and we have us a good conversation. We have Mm -hmm. a good conversation because sometimes the best relationship you can have is about being you, but also about being yourself, being able to have those good conversations and good self hugs internally sometimes. So shave your head. <laughs> I know some of y'all ain't gonna do it. Don't worry about it. don't do it. Just do it virtu- uh, look, uh, spiritually. I'm gonna shave my head and I'm gonna get rid of all my stuff. I know most of you ain't gonna get rid of your stuff, but because I like my stuff too. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, is that. We have to put our main focus on the big picture of love like God wants us to love. He wants Mm -hmm. us to love each other. He wants us to say kind words to each other. He wants us to live in that fruit of the spirit. And I think if we focused on that first, we'll stop doing all that bad talk about people. Yeah, you can't. There's no room for anything else evil negative or whatnot when there's love there's no room for anything else there's you can't have darkness and light and so the world needs love right now we need healing we need mm-hmm. you know we we need that and and so yeah <laughs> that's and until we and, until we love it's each like other a, and and serve like, each other the, the world's not going to heal the way we need it to i like it we need the healing out there people i hope and pray that this podcast episode for Tanya lift us up and bring us up to the next level 
And as we go into summary and closing, tell us one thing you would like for people to start daily. Tell us one thing you would like people to start daily. You know, the biggest thing for me, I mean, there's so many things that have helped me in my grief, but something that I've really enjoyed doing right now is I've, I've been playing in a garden. I've, I've been planting this fairy garden and it's magical and amazing. And so I would say, you know, connect to something you're passionate about, connect to something that brings you joy, find a hobby, find uh, an outlet, whether it's running, painting, creating, do something that makes you, that fills you. They say, you know, you should, you should uh, have, I think it's two jobs in life. One that you get, oh, maybe, never mind. I'm not going to quote it because I'm going to mess it up. It basically was saying, you know, if, if you're going to have a job, have, have jobs that not only do you get paid for, but also jobs that you love. You should, you should love what you do. So even if it's a hobby that you don't get paid for, you should, you should have a job or some, some sort of outlet that you enjoy that bring that that makes you happy. Uh, for me, it's my fairy gardens and my fairy pots that I that I create. And it does it, it, it grounds me, it brings me peace, I feel euphoric. Um, I love sitting in my garden. And it's it's a great place to meditate. So connect to something besides the nine to five grind besides taking care of your kids besides doing the honeydews, find something that's specific to you that you enjoy that you love that you can connect to that will bring you happiness. That's, that's right. what I like it. That's yeah. a lot of times what happens as people disconnect from work and go into retirement. I call it vacation years. But, you know, when I talk to my clients about retirement and things, that's one of the things I always tell people you need to practice on something that you lose track of time. I know this is a very precious commodity. But yes. you lose so much track of time that you're in your own little world. Absolutely. You're just walking around and bathing in the love. You're just, your energy is so heightened that you can't even, you don't even realize you've been doing this for four or five hours and it's not a chore. Mm -hmm. Some 85% of people don't even like their jobs. They don't like their jobs. They don't even like them. They'd be like, standing up in here. They better be lucky I came to work. I don't even like these people. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it before many times. And they say statistically 85% don't like their jobs. And I believe that. And I believe that. And and, and I get we have to work, right? And you yeah, can still work. And you can still work a job you don't like. But find mm -hmm. something. and Or even make it a goal to to, to find a passion and purpose and, and and be able to work towards something that you love. I think that's really what life's about. We're not here to do a nine to five grind. We're not. We, we do that because we have to. What we're here for is passion and purpose to mm -hmm. impact people, to change lives, to to elevate our own, to evolve, right, into better people. Uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> I'll actually quit mumbling or quit ranting now. <laughs> well, uh, no, you're the true points. People need to hear the real deal because we being real here, we being ourselves, Yes. I tell people you gotta own your hot mess. <laughs> I own a hot mess. Hot mess. I own it. <laughs> when you own your hot mess, you feel so you feel so relieved. You like this. I own me. Because <laughs> remember, that's part of you. People don't yeah. realize our hot mess is not to be perfect. We can't be perfect. 
because of the fact that that's why he had to come down here and die for us, Jesus, because what happened was we was a hot mess. And we still are. We still are. We still are. Yes. Is, is that we, <laughs> Some more than others, Tyrone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell people, I said back about 20, 30 years ago, oh, man, I was in a hot mess zone. I was a super zone. I still have hot mess moments. <laughs> but they ain't near as bad when I used to. Oh, man, it was bad. I tell people, I said, man, I did some craziness. I said, Lord, I hope I done built it up to where you kind of say, well, I, I know you ain't going to forget it. <laughs> I tell them, I said, you ain't going to forget it. But I hope I kind of negate some of those out just a little bit, you know, when I was being bad and just acting crazy for Cocoa Puffs. But we all been there. We yeah. all been there. We all had those moments. We got to own it and stop pointing the fingers at other people. Yeah. But none of us are perfect today even, right? There's no. things I've done today I already regret. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. in this moment, and that's part of living in the present, but in this moment, I'm still striving to be the best possible me. I'm still learning. I'm still self-aware. I'm still correcting right. my behaviors. So, yeah, it's all, yeah, we're not perfect. It's all learning. In the works. I'm a masterpiece yeah. in the works trying to get there. I yeah. try my best to get there. And, and some days, you, especially if you've been around a bunch of people, you struggle because they put some and they threw some of that uh, negativity on you. And now it's hard for you to get it off, especially when you was around so much of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're the average of the five people we hang out with. That's why when you go to work, you're going to have to fill up, become self full, to where you're able to work through all of these issues, all of this different pain and suffering and all these hurts. And now I got to hear some complaints from other people when something tragic just happened to me and right they're, and they're just having a field day of just you know you know sometimes just putting it all in the middle of the living room just all that mess in the middle of your living room now you got to go cleaning and some people say they sage in their house <laughs> just call on jesus i said could you please clean up all this please i need some help i can't deal with all this that was a lot that was too. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed because we sage too. <laughs> We've been through a house with sage. And hey, I love Jesus. I, I pray to God too, right? Oh, but I'm I'm sage. Extra precautions I think when Jesus I do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, God, God is God is everything. God is all. Oh yeah. And as we as we close out and as we go through the podcast, and we had an excellent conversation. I know we can talk longer. Because I'm very good at talking. <laughs> yes, I love talking. I'm a, I am I just love talking and bringing up good discussions. I'm not afraid to talk about those subjects that people are afraid to talk about, you know, like religion, uh, politics. I'm not afraid to talk about them because I think how you're going to learn 
or we're talking about diversity or inclusion, all those things, we can't learn nothing until we actually go through something. Mm -hmm. We can't learn nothing. Mm -hmm. And if we haven't been through it, just listening to people who have so that we can come from a place of understanding, right? We can't fix the world's problems, but sometimes people mm -hmm. just want to be heard. They want to, they want to mm -hmm. be validated. And sometimes being a good friend, being yourself, being in the right place, right moment, right time, all mm. part of God's plan is so that we can be there for those people when they need us, you know? That's that's totally true because a lot of times people want to be heard, but their intentions is not to share love. Mm -hmm. so I always tell people on the podcast to find that beast with Ty is to find that inner being and I love you. I'm telling you about my hot mess. And I tell people most of these messages, I don't took a couple pages of notes here from Tanya <laughs> of notes and different little phrases so that we can put into the comments uh, to the description so that you can have these little nuggets so that hopefully you're able to better yourself and then go tell somebody else about it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Tyrone, and I really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you sharing that beautiful story about Thank yourself. You. Yes, and, and, and we're going to say some prayers for you, all the prayer warriors. Say a little prayer for her so that she is uplifted and God just holds her hand. And if, if any if anybody wants to catch ta uh, Talon's story and his his speaking, um, there's actually a TED Talk, and it's uh, yeah it's T A L O N O W E N S Talon Owens, and it's a it's a TED Talk. Uh, it's about uh, and my name's in there too, so you could do T A W N I A Woodhouse W O O D H O U S E Owens. If you put those in the TED Talk search, you'll find us. And then, of course, I have my my own vlog uh, that I had done for a period of time. You can catch Tyrone's interview on there uh, oh. at Hope Brokers on YouTube. And make sure you send me those links, uh, Tanya. Uh, okay. Get those into the podcast so they can click on those at will. Perfect. Uh, you know, so talent can be uplifted and how he helped you become more authentic within yourself and how you understood time is a precious event mm -hmm. and how you was able to use those 86,400 to actually get better versus being in despair. And that is correct. It's a choice, right? That's right. It's totally a choice. Yes. All of us go through storms. It all depends on how you respond to them. All mm -hmm. of us in the storm. I just choose not to not be grateful. I choose not to be. I choose to be grateful versus not be grateful. I'm gonna be grateful for what I got. I might not have everything I want. See, that's a want. <laughs> I tell you, want. But I have my basic needs covered. <laughs> You use the storm reference a couple of times. It makes me want to share Talon's quote, if you don't mind. Because uh, it's, it's his and it's I love it and it's powerful. But it says, uh, life is not hard. 
The trials that come with life are, and life has its storms, but there is a rainbow after every storm. You just have to be willing to brave the storm first. And that's his quote, and it's true. Life has its storms. We have our trials. And if we can just get through them, the blessings are on the other side. I felt the worst pain losing my son, but the most amazing euphoria I have been able to feel since his death that I would have never, ever been able to tap into had I not felt the pain that I felt. And that is a blessing that Heavenly Father gives me that euphoria that I get to tap into that replaces the pain that I have felt. So it's an amazing thing. There's there's adversity and everything, and that's true with pain and euphoria. There's an opposite effect for everything. And when we go through those trials, the blessings, the amazing miracles that happen on the other side and who we become and the growth that happens is exponentially miraculous and amazing. And it's worth it if we just do the work. She left you with a good one. Let's do the work. That's how we find that inner beast and awaken that true self. I love it great close out how we do, do homework and we're going to have those in the notes i know sometimes i know i don't listen to podcasts and they didn't have it in there and i'm over there having to re-listen to it 10 times so i can make sure i wrote it down correctly <laughs> put that in the notes don't you worry out there and if i miss something you guys just tell me i was a hot mess and what we'll edit it it's okay we yeah. love you we're going to give you virtual hugs and prayers out there for people to raise up to their true potential in life. Thank you, Tyrone. I appreciate you being on the podcast with me, Tanya. I, I appreciate you. But not all that love and happiness in the world. Thank you. Continue doing it. Continue doing it. Keep your head up and walk tall. It doesn't matter if the storms and the fires come at you, who can come against you? When yeah. You, when, when, you, when you got God on your side, who can come against you? That's why I tell people, that's how I swerve. I swerve and go high because I'm laughing. I'm like this, good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Thank mm -hmm. you for trying. Well, as again, Find Your Beast with Ty. You can hit us up on the Facebook group. It's all about the Kool-Aid and the relationships. We're going to have notes and links to Tanya, to her blog, to the TED Talk, so you can listen to Talon's message. All those will be in the show notes. Thank anything, you. Anything else for the road there? You know, just, just keep being you. Be the and strive to be the best version of yourself and always remember that we're here to we're here to help and love each other all that's right. it all right thanks again Thank appreciate it tyrone all right you too thanks Bye.